It's time for the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket with Chris Dewar on WTAD. It's 30 minutes of scores, coaches' interviews, and a look at the weekend sports schedule. And now, here's Chris. And tip-top of the morning, everybody, and welcome to the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket for December the 1st. Believe it or not, we have torn November from the calendar, and we are here in the full throes of the holiday season and in the full throes of basketball season. And we've got a wonderful show for you this morning to help break it all down on the hardwoods. We're going to do things a little bit different a little bit later in the show. We're going to check in with Ryan Wood, the head coach of the Palmyra Boys, who have just been devastating in their first two games, have looked like absolute world beaters, including a huge win over Canton last night. And right now, we're going to check in with a man who's about to get on a bus for a long road trip to Oswego with a bunch of teenage girls. Martin Pizanin, the head coach of the Quincy High Blue Devils, and his team is off to a wonderful start. But I've got to ask you, Martin, first and foremost, how do you while away the hours on a bus like this for the next, uh, it would seem like eternity? Um, well, I have... Uh... I have two iPads. So I'll be just watching. I'll be watching film of us. We go. I'll be watching film of us. Um, so I'll just, I'll just try to make sure I'm. Uh I'm totally prepared once once we're at Oswego. That's a beautiful thing, and I know you're trying to keep the sanity within you. It's been a wonderful start, and and I know from the way that you've played, uh, basically returning a very veteran squad of girls, that your point A this year has been so much better than it was last year when you were trying to put in your system and trying to get all the nuance in that you wanted. How much more fun has that made this year so far? Yeah, I, th- I think. Well, co- coaching is fun no matter what, but um, just seeing the growth and the girls um, in terms of putting things in, it, it's a whole lot easier, really, because uh, they're better basketball players. You know, they've they've really worked hard to improve. So things that they can pick up on and, and just little teaching points, um, just just they, they just do a really good job right now of just kind of taking some instruction and going with it and then applying it in the game. Um, so from that standpoint, our practices has been great because, um, because I think it's, it's very beneficial from what we've been doing to practice to what they're doing in the game. You can really see a correlation there. From your standpoint, knowing the past struggles of this program, how important was it for this particular group of veteran girls to come out and get off to the great start? Because at seven and one, I, I think that reflects an awful lot of the, you know, the teaching points that you're trying to make. You do this and success will happen. To have that reinforced, how important has that been, Martin? I think it's really important, you know, because I think, I think it's, it's great to put in, put in the work. Um, but I think especially for high school kids, they want to see, um, the success from that hard work. And so um, <clears throat> we don't talk much about past seasons and, and what it's been. Um, we just kind of focus on this year as a new, uh, and that's something we stressed to them um, with last year, um, them having some success. We, we wanted to make sure we did not settle. And that's even going back to last summer. We talked about not settling, and we wanted to make sure that um, – that we were even better this year, and that was that was something that was really stressed to the girls um, for about six months now. <laughs> Your pace has been fun. I mean, and, and I think you look like you're having fun, and and you've been fun to watch, which is which is all you know. I know that's all sort of colored bubbles and the whole thing, but it does matter, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, we have between myself and the girls. I mean, we have great, great relationships. Um, and so I think we, we really do have 
a lot of fun. You know, um, in terms of our pace, um, it's a little bit diff- different than last year, to be honest. Um, but they're in much better shape, <laughs> you know, and, and, and they can really get up and down. And um, a lot of them are, are kind of playing different types of, of positions within what we're trying to do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and it's always kind of jump-started from Olivia Edwards. If she can get the ball um, with any sort of momentum, um, she's pretty fun to watch in the open court. She absolutely is, and she had the huge game against Moline. But you have had great ballots. It's been somebody stepping up every night uh, and different folks. And I know, obviously, there's a lot of attention on Sarah, obviously being the Quincy University commit at her abilities. But you can project offense from a lot of different places. I mean, you've had different girls. Uh, Kate stepped up huge the other night. Obviously, Olivia, who you touched on. Uh, you know, Kylie Espinoza, I think I watched her at Mount Sterling have a really good game. Uh, it, it's just different folks every night, which has got to make that fun and got to make you tough to attack defensively. Yeah, and I think, um, and just even going off of our game at Moline, you know, um, you know, we had Kate, Kate Chevalier with nine points off the bench, Bree Sapp with seven points off the bench. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think we're never really too worried about who scores. And this has always been a group. They really like each other from, from, from the first time I came through to Quincy. They, they really enjoy playing with, you, with each other. So sharing the ball has never been really an issue with them. Um, and, you know, I, I think with, with Olivia, I think one, one of the good things, like I think sometimes she prefers – you know, to pass as opposed to shoot. You know, I mean, to be quite honest, there's been talks we've had with girls like we need, we need you to shoot here. We don't need you to pass. You know, here. But uh, but um, but yeah. I mean, they are totally accepting of the roles we put them in, and so that makes our job as coaches a lot easier. One of the great underrated storylines for you, I think, has been the development of Kaylee Carruthers because she has given you that second uh, post player, uh, you know, sort of option. And I know Sarah's more like a, a stretchy stretch four than she is an actual post with her ability to shoot the ball. But Kaylee has has manned a pretty big and important role for your team. Yeah, no, yeah, she she's committed. She's invested. Um, her basketball, like you. Is really good, you know. She's a daughter of a high school basketball coach, so yeah, it totally better be. <laughs> understands the game, um, and so. But no, she has been um, really great for us on the boards. Um, she'll be a little bit undersized versus, um, especially some of these big six schools will play. The last week when we go to Oswego today, she'll be undersized, uh, but she's doing a great job of just biting up, using her body on the boards. Um, she can finish around the rim. Um, she does a lot of little things really, really well. So, yeah, no, she's been great for us. Let's talk a little bit about momentum and what you face today on Oswego. You touched on it. that They've got some size, apparently. Yeah, yeah, they they got a couple tall girls, pretty athletic. Um, so they're 6-1 out of the year. Um, so, you know, they're really good, and they're the real deal. So, uh, um, but that's that's why you want to go travel eight hours is make sure you play a good opponent, make sure you get better. Um, so I think it should be a really good basketball game, um, and I think we'll have we'll definitely uh, have a chance to win as long as as long as we play our game. 
Either way, you're eight and one or seven and two today. Has that exceed? I know that's exceeded outside expectations. I, I knew you were pretty jazzed about this group coming in. Where are you at with this, Martin, in terms of what you've seen, what you like, and what you think is the next evolution for your team as you try to push it forward? Yeah, we don't really talk about record, and um, you know, we're just we're always focusing on on getting better every day. So, and, and that's always what we tell the girls and. That's what I'm thinking for myself as well. Um, so just December first now, right? Our ultimate goal is is we we got to be make sure we're much better in January and February. So um, and just in terms of records and things like that, uh, we really don't talk about that too much at all, unless you know people want to bring up that it's, it's the best start for you for Quincy High School in a long time. Um, but really, like our conversations with the girls. We just want to take it one day at a time, whether it's a practice, whether it's a game, um, and just work to get better every day. Last one for you, good sir, before I let you get on that bus. Obviously, you touched on it a little bit. That buzz, and I know it doesn't affect anything on the court at all, and it doesn't mean a thing, but that buzz around the program is kind of fun. And it's neat to have people talking in the community about you and going, man, Quincy High School's off to this great start. And that puts more fans in the seats, obviously. These girls deserve that, don't they? Yeah, no, no. These are these are great girls, you know. <laughs> I mean, they really are like outstanding kids. They're outstanding students. Um, but yeah, no, they're just a fun group to be around. Um, you know, there, there's definitely many more, many more fans um, at our games, and we try to we try to pack the place as much as we can um, because it, I think we do play an exciting brand of basketball. But um, um, yeah, no, no I mean. We talk about it uh, with these girls, like when they were in elementary school and middle school, and they probably went through those seasons where you know they saw the high school team didn't win, didn't win a game for the whole season, and so just just to see where they are now, um, it's pretty empowering, right? It's pretty cool. It is a great case study in perseverance and positivity. So hats off to you, Coach Bazanin, and the great job you've done. Good luck today, and go get one up there at Oswego. Thanks. Appreciate it, Chris. Absolutely. And when we come back, we'll break down the entire schedule from a very busy and somewhat surprising Friday night of high school basketball. This is the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket on WTAD. Better bed, less money. Sleep Tight, 4535 Broadway in Quincy. Once again, here's Chris Dewar. And welcome back, everybody. In just a few minutes, we're going to break it all down with Palmyra Boys basketball coach Ryan Wood. Man, Palmyra has two phenomenal high school basketball teams on the boys and girls side right now. And we're going to get a look back at the big win over Canton last night. But because Coach Bazanin had to join us early, and we appreciate that from him on the early start before the long road trip to Oswego, we didn't get a chance to get into score, so we're going to do that now. And I'm going to start on the boys' side last night with a game everybody was paying attention to, Quincy Notre Dame making the road trip to undefeated state-ranked Monroe City. And in a game that really didn't feature much great in the way of shooting from either team, Quincy Notre Dame with some great defense, some gritty work on the boards last night, and a big step-up performance from Nick Schwartz ends up pulling off, I guess you 
could call it an upset, 60-51 to 51 over at Monroe City. Nick Schwartz, again, leading the way in that game with 21 points. Johnny Botorf had a huge impact from the very start, though. His presence and size and the low blocks was really a problem for a Monroe City team that doesn't have a lot of that. So, great win for Kevin Meyer last night. His team, though, it doesn't get any easier. They've got Palmyra on the immediate horizon as well. You talk about a tough back-to-back, but that's what we're looking at, and that's the way it goes. Obviously, last night, a rough night for the Quincy Blue Devils as they lose to a really good Moline squad, 64-45. to And yes, the Blue Devils are 0-4 for the first time in program history. Things do not get any easier tonight. Oswego, a very good basketball program. So the Blue Devils will be looking to avoid 0-5 again. Do not jump from the ledge. Been a very difficult start to the season, and this is a Blue Devil team that can't find much in the way of offense or shots to fall right now. In fact, they scored just two points in the second quarter last night and got outscored 19-2, to and those were free throws. Again, a little patience. It's November, now December. Let's wait until January before we start panicking, everybody. Another huge game last night, and a game that we need to talk about a little bit. Winchester West Central goes to Brown County and hands Jeff Schmitz a loss in his coaching debut, 82-70. to West Central has been insanely ridiculous out of the gate. Played a huge, tough schedule against 4A and 5A schools uh, from Missouri in, uh, in beautiful Washington uh, earlier to start the season. And now they're off and rolling. They beat Brown County in Mount Sterling last night, 82-70. to Cole Howard with 24 points. Drew Evans with 21 points in the win as well. Highland last night, no match for undefeated Payson Seymour, losing by 20, 71 to 51 again. Cole Schwartz doing his thing. That kid can flat shoot the rock. He had 25 last night in the victory for Brian Ray's squad. Jacksonville Route is up above the 500 mark for the first time this season, beating Springfield Lutheran, their partner in co-op in football, 50 to 34. Again, the Rockets now 3 and 2 on the season. Alina West loses at home last night to North Fulton, 61 to 55, despite 21 points from Lincoln. Uh, Kennedy last night, or excuse me, Lincoln Gooding last night, 21 points in that one for him, uh, with Southeastern losing to Pittsfield 56-40. to South Fulton felled by West Prairie as the Cyclones pick up their first boys basketball win of the season. Western of Barrie, a winner over Grigsville Perry, 70-58. to Unity loses at the buzzer to Bigsville West Central, 60-59, to despite Luke Jansen's 22 points. Again, Palmyra, a winner over Canton last night, 87-32. to Regar McKinney with 21 points in that victory. Game I got to see yesterday in Troy. Hannibal with its second straight victory, beating uh, Columbia Hickman 58-56 to behind 27 points from Desi Jones. It was North Shelby holding off South Shelby 56-55, 15 points in that one from Kirby Latimer. Uh, Mark Twain with a nice win over Marion County on the road last night, 57-20 to was your final in that bowl game. And in Southeast Iowa, a score that broke late due to an overtime game, Fort Madison 6 51-59 over Keokuk. On the girls' side, the Palmyra girls all over Canton, 69-38, behind 17 points for Megan Stone. Hannibal gets its second straight victory for Evan Servine, beating Winfield at the Boom Tournament in Winfield, 44-22. Bella Falconer, the freshman, with 11 points there. Sal Shelby girls by 10 over North Shelby, behind 16 points for Meredith O'Neill. Mark Twain girls by 40 last night over Marion County. Both Elizabeth Trower and Emma Ross with 19 points apiece. And the Fort Madison girls, no match for Keokuk. Keokuk wins 51-28. to Mackenzie Northup had 20 points last night. Big night for her. She is the transfer for Central Lee. Keokuk plays at Central Lee tonight. Going to be a very interesting contest there. Uh, the Central Lee girls, by the way, a winner over Burlington Notre Dame on the road last night, 61-47. to Emily Fuller with 24 points and 8 rebounds. And finally, in Juco basketball last night, rough night for John Wood as uh, they end up losing to Johnson County, 88-61. to Corey Miller had 16. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk all things Palmyra basketball with Brian Wood.
Getting you ready for a full weekend of sports, it's the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy. Here's Chris. Welcome back, everybody. Always a pleasure to talk to the great Ryan Wood, especially on the heels of a win, and he had another big one for his Palmyra Panthers last night, taking down Canton on the road, 87-32. to And first of all, Ryan, obviously two big wins out of the gate against Louisiana and against Canton. Uh, momentum, obviously, this time of the year is critical and crucial. You've got that nicely working early in the season. What have you liked so far about this start? Uh, I think last night, Chris, I think uh, ball movement was incredible. Um, it was my third year in Palmyra, and that's probably uh, the most, the best ball movement I've seen a team I've had in Palmyra so far. Um, very unselfish kids. Um, we, we, we've gotten off to a hot start in the first quarter of both games. Uh, Rager McKinney, of course, has come out very hot. Um, right now he's nine for 11 from, from three-point range. Wow. And, and he's made a, in my opinion, he's made a huge statement for us. In, uh, in the first two games, um, you know, he, he, he's providing that senior leadership for us. And, and you know, he's going to be our go-to guy, and everybody knows that. Uh, you know, and he hasn't played a whole lot of minutes yet because we've had some, some decidedly uh, victories in the first two games. So for us to get off to such a good start in the first two games, it's, it's been a, a great start for us. And, and, and uh, our kids are enjoying it and having fun right now, and, and hopefully we can keep it going. I made the mistake of, I guess, preseason looking at Rigger and thinking, man, there's a really good player, but I didn't think he was one of the top five elite. And then I saw him at Louisiana, and I realized just how wrong I was. I mean, he's gotten so much stronger with his game. Yeah. Am I imagining this, or has he really made the ascent? Uh, I definitely think he is. He, he's, he's put in the time and, and the effort to do that. I know that. In um, the off season, he's always he's always in the gym and working, um, and it's paying off right now, especially. You know, we see it mostly on the offensive end, but he, he's a heck of a defender, too. Um, you know, last year he was our second leading rebounder, and I'm sure he's going to do the same for us this year. And so, you know, it's not just scoring and shooting for Rager. He can do a lot of things on the, on the court. Um, so, you know, for him to be a top five, top ten player in our area, I, I think that's definitely definitely right because he's he's got the build. He's got, the, he's got a great-looking shot, nice soft touch, and, uh, you know, he's, he's – He's added some things to his game where he can get to the basket, and, and his outside shooting is definitely, right now, looks incredible. Um, you know, there's going to be nights where he doesn't hit as well, but I think he's got the, the toughness to, to come through that and, and do good things throughout the whole year for us. I think it's gotten a little undersold just how good part of your backcourt is to this point. Obviously, Bill Nunley is a kid I really like. He's a gritty, grindy kid, and you touched about ball movement. A lot of that starts with him. But Zane Myers, kind of as a wing, has been really a nice surprise as well. Yeah. How much of those two kids kind of factored into what you've done to this point? Well, Bill's very shifty. Um, he can get to the basket in a hurry. Uh, and right now, he's, he's doing some nice things off the dribble, creating things for other guys. He had uh, sequence last night were three plays in a row. He had three assists and just beautiful plays uh, for, for Bill to make. And then you, you talk about Zane. He's a, you know, Zane's a sophomore, and he's, we knew that he was going to be a nice compliment to, to Rager and Bill coming into the season. But he's the first two games, he's been a very, very pleasant surprise for us. Uh, I think he had 16 in the first game and 13 last night. And you know they're they're quiet, but they're, you know he's very effective. He gets to the basket. He can shoot a little bit and. And so those three guards right there, they're going to be, they're going to be tough matchups for a lot of teams this year. 
Your schedule is really, really tough, and it's it's about to get tougher, obviously. You've got Quincy Notre Dame out on the horizon, and you saw what they did against a really good Monroe City team that you know very, very well last night. Um, Just looking forward to that matchup, Ryan, which I think is now going to be a really high-level matchup for this area. Have you gotten into Notre Dame at all? I know you saw them last year. It's it's a lot of the same pieces. How tough are they to attack? How excited are you to have that first really red-letter game? Well... It's actually our first home game. It's December 11th, and you know, it's, it's kind of deep into the season. But it is. It's, it's a great, it's a great time to, to play Q and D. Your first home game. Um, I, I, I'm not real surprised by last night, just because Q and D has a size. I know we really struggled last year with with guarding uh, Bartorf in the middle. He's a a big kid, obviously. He, he's very agile and very deceiving in the, in the post. Um, so that's going to be a tough matchup for us. Um, their guards have been playing well too, uh, Schwartz and, and Higher and, and, and Foley. And so, you know, they're very athletic. They move the ball very well. Coach Meyer does a great job of, of teaching the right things and, and where, where the ball needs to be to be successful. So, you know, QMD is never, never going to be down in my opinion. They're always going to be a, a very, very tough matchup. So I wasn't real surprised by last night's score. Um, you know, Minnesota City's just coming off of football and, and, and spoke trying to get their legs underneath them. I'm, I'm sure Q&D is as well, but uh, I thought the size difference last night was probably uh, what, what kept Q&D ahead of them. You get a little bit of a chance to watch the girls in advance of you, and Coach Parsons has done a great job. How much fun sure. is that, I mean, just to have that working for Palmyra basketball right now <laughs> on both sides of the ledger? Well, last night's uh, crowd was incredible. Uh, we went to Cannes. Of course, it was their, their homecoming, which brought a few more out, but uh, – our crowd, just in particular, it was it was incredible. We had the whole side was just was packed, and and so that's nice to have. When, when the girls are having success and the boys are having some success, uh, it makes a for a fun atmosphere for the kids to play in. And and so you know, basketball is a game meant to be fun. And, and right now, I think both teams are having a lot of fun and enjoying it. And so um, if we can both, you know, we play girls boys every every time and uh, every night we play. So. Uh, having that uh, go along with us, it's, it's a nice nice thing to have. From a personal standpoint, you're in a little different position this year because obviously your rich history at Marion County, you're a mentor now to, to coaches who are starting their career at Marion County, obviously in the Plunkets. What's that kind of mean to you? I, I know they both had rough nights last night, but to look over your shoulder and, and to see where they're at right now, what does that mean to you personally? Oh, it means a lot, Chris. Um, you know, to have guys like uh, Reed Plunkett coaching now and, and even Randall Lee coaching my daughter. Uh, you know, those two kids right there that just off the court, they're just wonderful people. And, you know, on the court, I know they're trying to teach the, the right little things. And so, you know, for them to be around my kids at Marion County, it's, it's been a blessing. And and so, you know, and right now I have Brock Butler on the bench with me. He's been a great attribute for our team. And, you know, he, he's just a kid, you know, he, he loves it. He's having fun with the kids and, and he's also providing a lot of uh, information and, and, and knowledge to the game. So it's it's been a blessing to be around uh, some of these young coaches. I can't wait until you get Mark Butler as an official for one of those games. I can't wait to see Brock <laughs> go after him. That'll be worth the price of admission alone. <laughs> I'm sure they're both looking forward to that. Oh, I'm sure they are. Ryan, keep up the great work. It has been a pleasure. And keep up doing the great stuff that you do at Palmyra because, uh, obviously, it's been fun and it's really good for the area. Again, the great Ryan Wood, everybody. Thanks again and happy holidays, my friend.
Okay, thanks, Chris. You too. And that's it for the Saturday Morning Ticket. We'll be right back here next Saturday with you for talking all the local latest in Tri-State Sports. Time has run out. You're invited to join us again next week for another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy.